you about to witness is my thoughts Just my thoughts, man Right or wrong Just what I was feeling at the time uh. Alright, welcome to another edition of Jai Time Turkeys I'm uh, Alphonse, you can find me on Twitter at Aprince15 I'm joined by What's up, world? Olu Daniels, Starlight Daniels Instagram <laughs> Yeah, it's been a minute, been a minute But, uh we back on it just in time for the NBA Finals. So um, to start off, I guess we could talk about the, the newcomer to the block, the Toronto Raptors. Uh, what do you think about their run to the Finals thus far? I think their run has shown that we have been robbed the last year and a half prior to this season and a half missing Kawhi, just showing just how good of a ball player he really is. And what he was on the cusp of becoming before he got uh, a day played by Zaza Petrulia in uh, what was that 2017 playoffs? Yeah, 17. Yeah, playoffs. But yeah, um, I don't want to not give any props to Dwayne Casey and uh, DeMar DeRose Geniza for what they've were there for the building blocks of what Toronto is now, but it was Kawhi that put them over the top. Um, mm-hmm. Go ahead. I mean, I, I definitely agree. Um, mm-hmm. I, I mean, if he was injured, then he was injured. Uh, I'm not really. I mean, I'm not really gonna say we were robbed per se, um, just because. Look, man, it's still a job for them and. He didn't want to work at his job no more, and he got he had the power to say, you know what, I'm not coming to work anymore, um, and until you say, hey, until you trade me. Um, I do think they, like, what Toronto did with his load management, quote-unquote, is going to force the league to have to talk about this situation because think about if you're a team that trades for Anthony Davis, right? You're definitely going to be on this low management plan. Like, there's no way you don't. Like, after seeing what Kawhi did, like, he only played 60-some games this season. and 60, exactly. And you've been able to ride him into the playoffs. Like, he's been playing close to, like, 40 minutes. So, yeah, that's going to become a part. That's going to become an issue. I'm not going to say a problem, but that's going to be something that's going to have to be addressed. Because, because like... There's no incentive for anyone to play 82 games anymore. And once that happens at the star level, like, yeah, you're definitely going to have to talk about it with teams. It's going to start to push towards that uh, lower than coming down off an 82-game season. I think that's going to help the the proponents of that that change. Well, I mean, we we can get off topic on this, but the problem is, like, because – like, they've made so much money off 82 games. They're mm-hmm. not, like, you're going to have to replace it with something that's going to keep that income coming in. You so, know what Silver's uh, suggested. Yeah, I mean. Silver, that uh, in-season tournament. Yeah, I mean, the, the, the problem with that is, like, what are they going to be playing for? Like I, like I like the idea of a, a postseason tournament of the people who didn't make the playoffs, and like it may not be for uh, flat out playoff seeding, 
even though I think that would make people not tank anymore. Like, your team has to be at least competent to, like, win this tournament. So, like, the Knicks, for example, like, you can't strip down the team because going into this tournament, like, you want to have a legitimate shot. But even if you just say it's like you just refigure the odds, then, I mean, because even if you refigure the odds, like, someone can still get lucky and and win it. But you want to have those better odds. And this time you're incentivizing winning something at the end rather than, like, well, if you lose a lot, you'll have the be- the most odds. Like, eh. I-, I feel like the Knicks would be would have chosen like to keep the payroll low, but still like have a good team and go get better odds rather than losing and still ending up with the the third pick. Mm-hmm. So I mean, it, it it the conversation definitely has to get started, especially if he wins and becomes uh, Finals MVP. Oh, the conversation will, like, because then I think, for one, I think more teams will want to trade for Anthony Davis because they can pitch to Anthony Davis, like, yeah, we'll put you on this low management plan, get you 60 games, get you acclimated, go make this playoff run, and then we'll take it from there. So, Uh yeah. Yeah, it's a slippery slope. Definitely. Definitely a slippery slope. Um, Also, for the Raptors, I think... I'm going to be interested to see how everyone not named Kawhi Leonard plays, especially game one, because, like, everyone says the finals is a different a different breed. Like, it's not just something to play around with or take lightly. And for a good little while, like, the, the role players were not playing up to par. And so, like... They're not really going to have time to, like, wake up in this series. Because I think if you give uh, Golden State any, like, opening, they're going to take it. Like, Toronto better come ready for, for game one on Thursday. Because if not, like, they might get ran out there on gym. I think game one is theirs to win. Yeah. Uh, but I also think, like, Golden State is sly enough that, like, if they show any... Like slippage, they'll take yeah. it right from him. Like, all right, th- thanks, we'll take this. Just like with uh, Portland, because what, what they were, Portland was up 17 points in each yeah. of the last three games. Each of the last just, three games. Like, yeah, if you give them a, a, a sliver of hope, yeah, they, they're going to pedal to the metal. So, yeah. Uh, I'm going to put put even more on Kawhi's shoulders that I don't think he's going to let that happen, at least not for game one. Um, I think this nine-day layoff, even though Golden State's been here before, I don't think they. I don't think any of those, the, the, the five years they've had this much of a layoff. No, nah, they have. One of the times they, they had like a 10-day layoff and then a, okay. I think they had going at least a nine-day layoff. Yeah, going into the finals, the the year they swept the Spurs, they had like a nine or ten yeah. day layoff. Okay. Um, yeah. And then one other time, they had one because I think it was it last year. Not, not not last year. Maybe uh, the second time they faced the Cavs. Maybe the time they lost. Um, after being up three one. Yeah. But they kind of been here before, in in that regard. Mm. I'm. 
I'm interested to see how they put Kawhi on defense. Um, there was talk that they put Kawhi on Draymond, which I guess on the surface sounds good, but like they have enough people that they can just run someone else in the pick and roll. Well, I think they're going to put Kawhi on Draymond just because when they do that, that Steph and Draymond pick and roll, then Kawhi switching on to Steph. And that, that takes away a lot of those wide open, easy threes that Steph takes. But um, even still, give yeah, Steph a little bit of daylight, you know, and he's letting it fly and there's a good chance that it's going there. Right. Just, I, just, I mean, I guess that makes sense. Because I definitely don't think you want Kawhi chasing either one Steph or Clay around all game. Like, that's what zap his legs. Um, I do think, though, like, game one and whenever Kevin Durant comes back will be two totally different teams. And I think right now the Golden State might be harder to guard because, well, actually, it's let me not say that because before, like, Kevin Durant has did acclimate to passing the ball and moving the ball. Uh-huh. It's just that this year, like, they needed him to be the, like, best scorer in the league that he is, especially against Houston, and uh-huh. he did that. But, like, I think because I think Toronto's going to try to shoot the gaps. Like, they have a long team on defense, and so uh-huh. I think they're going to try to shoot the gaps. But I think they also will get beat for a lot of backdoor cuts because they're going to be trying to shoot the gaps. And then when they stop trying to shoot the Use gaps. the aggressiveness against them. Right. And then when they tone down the aggressiveness a bit, that's when they just will start raining threes. Yeah. So, I think um, Kevin Durant is it, definitely their trump card. I mean, it, it's a, that's a hell of a trump to have. Right. That's like, that's like, that's like both of the jokers in the ace all in one. All I mean, in the, one. In the, in, in, in the two of spades all in one. But, um... <laughs> I guess we we still don't know when KD's going to be back. And, I mean, at first they said he wasn't going to travel with the team, but now he's traveling, so we may see him game two, depending on how game one goes. But I think the the, the Warriors without Kevin Durant, they're, they're, I guess they're, they're more beatable with uh, for the Raptors. The team like the Raptors, a long defensive team, um, elite defensive players, uh, you know what I'm saying, a couple of positions, that was the problem that the Cavs had. I mean, the Cavs, the problem the Cavs gave them when they lost. And, and Kawhi's going to have to play like LeBron did in that series. I mean, he's going to have to go balls to the wall every single game. So, and, I definitely can see that. Um, mm-hmm. Except, who's Kyrie? Yeah, I mean, and that's the thing, is it going to be Lowry with his injured thumb or Van Bleek. But, you but know. not even not even just like picking up the score. I'm talking about like like remember what Kyrie like we talk about what Brian did those final three games, deservedly so, but like mm-hmm. for at least two of those three games, Kyrie was out there balling as well. Yeah. And that that's that's the thing for me. Like I don't see anyone else being able to duplicate not only the scoring part but just like the, look, I got the ball. We need a bucket. I'm going to get a bucket, Brian. Boom. Yeah. I, and I did it. And I did it multiple times throughout the game, over the course of multiple games. You over there having a triple-double. 
or I'm having a triple double, you getting 40 and 15. Like, I don't see anyone on Toronto being able to do that. And on the flip side, like, I think their, their lack of offense or their non offense without Kawhi. Because they're going to get, a, they're going to get some open shots because Kawhi is going to get them open shots. So, like, if they knock down those, then they'll be around. But when they have to get a bucket on their own, like, I'm not confident that they'll get a bucket on their own. Like, we forget they went to seven games with Philly. And we sat and talked about, like, how Ben Simmons is a flawed player. And Joel Embiid was, that wasn't his finest moment. And they still went to seven. So it's a last second shot. So it's not like they've come through like gangbusters um, to get here. I think it was. I think it was easier against Milwaukee. One, they made the adjustments that were needed. Milwaukee didn't. Yeah, that's um, it. A lot of people said they they would rather see Milwaukee. I would rather actually see Toronto. Cause I think Toronto deserved it more just because they have. They don't have players with a lot of. They don't. I mean, who's surging? Kawhi the only with been Danny Green with finals experience, but they just were more experienced play, players that's been in big big games more than Milwaukee was. So I never really believed in Milwaukee, but Toronto doesn't score enough points for Golden State. Like they could play defense, but Golden State just comes in so many ways, especially if Kevin Durant comes back, and it's just like ah, dog, because when they shot. have their. <laughs> The Kawhi's not on the floor. It's like they, they, they go through those laws. It's going, it's going to create a problem. Um, and their defense isn't going to be that that good, you know, against Golden State. Oh, it's, yeah, and, and then however many games Kevin Durant doesn't play, then when he comes back, it's a whole other style that they can play That's that, that walk it up, slow it down, give it to KD, and everybody play off a of KD type of style. I mean, is Nick Nurse going to make those, uh, be able to make those adjustments? And then I think Steve Kerr, because, I mean, a lot of people say, oh, well, all he's really doing is just rolling the ball out there. I really think he's a good coach. And I think he makes adjustments in game, in series adjustments, like some of the best in the league. So Toronto has a tough task. I mean, they have home court, which is going to favor them. That's why That's why I, I think they'll win game one just because of that home court and that finals pressure. Now, they don't have to start the finals off on the road, you know, they get to sleep in their own bed, so that pressure's not going to be as significant. It's still going to be there, but they, they definitely get them to win game one for them to have a chance in the series. Well, I'm, I'm ready. I mean, I'm ready to make my prediction. Like, mark it down. <sighs> Golden State in six. They close out they Oracle. Golden State six. They close out Oracle with a title. Mm-hmm. Golden State in it six. Is. They, they, they definitely not. I don't see it getting to game seven. I just don't. Is it going to be five or six games? That's, that's kind of how, well, so I'm, how me, I'm looking at it. I, like, here's how it's going to go. Like, for me, I think they go split one of the first two. I can't call which one. Mm-hmm. Then they're going to win the two at home. Toronto is going to win game five. And then Golden mm-hmm. State is going to close it out in game six. And, like, yeah. like game five I foresee being, like a, like, a letdown game. Like, they could close it out. But, like... I think they're gonna be like we want to close it out on our home floor with our fans. Now, now all of this changes if they get both of the two in Toronto. If they get both of the two in Toronto. It's a sweep. 
Like, they go try to sweep them, boys. Like, they go try, like, yeah. we don't want to go back to Canada no more. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean. So, I mean, my initial pick is, is Golden State in six, close out Oracle, and then, like, we get ready to fast forward to uh, free agency, which I think is going to be a doozy. Like, I was yeah, watching. Watching High Noon, and they were like, it's down to Brooklyn or the Lakers for Kyrie. And I'm like, damn, the Knicks just got pushed out the paint very quickly. And what they were saying on there is they can't see it because they don't see Kyrie going back to be little brother. And I actually don't think he would go back to being little brother. Like, I don't think so either. I think, I, I think it would be more like, you, you know how you have a little brother and then like, you get you go to college, but they still in high school, and you try to tell them like how things are, and they're like, nah, nah, it ain't like that. And then they go to college, and they're like, oh, okay, I see what you was talking about. And then you just you, like it's a changed relationship. Like I think that that's what happened with them. Like Kyrie wanted to to wear the crown, and Brown's like, yo, heavy heavy is the head that wears the crown. And then it was like, ah, okay, you're right, I, I see that. But he's like, yo, you can still come back because like I don't got that much time, and like. You know they go love you all here. Like we get a title, cause like Kyrie's still young enough, Bron is still old enough. Like he get a title within the next two years. Like it's not out the realm of possibility he retires. Like, I know he wants to see. Yeah, like I know he wants to like like try to make it till Bron Bronny comes into the league. But suppose they change the rule and suddenly it's a, a mandatory two years. Before you come into the league, or like like you immediately go, or you don't, like yeah, changes things. In any event, he's not gonna be the the super top headliner like in that way. So I mean, I could see it, I, but I just I really don't know. Like I can't sit here and be like, yo, these are the signs. I have no clue. I have no clue where anybody's going, except I do think Jimmy Butler's going to end up in. In LA, and I, I think KD is going to end up in, in New York. Yeah, I could see that. But I think like, that's a stamp. I think everything. I think so much hinges hinges off of where he goes. Honestly, because if he stays in Golden State, then what are the Knicks going to do with all their money? But then say if he goes to the Clippers, you know, it's 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 just a lot. It's it's so much to do. Because then, depending on where KD goes, where is Kawhi going to go? Kawhi gonna go to Clippers with KD, or Kawhi and Jimmy gonna go to the Clippers? I mean, it's 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 just so much, and I think Doc is Doc with his Michael Jordan comment comparing him to Kawhi is kind of you know what I'm saying positioning himself to, for them to make him run that Kawhi, and you know Kawhi uncle wants them to go back to a big market, wants them to go to LA, go back home or whatnot. So, right, but see, like I don't know, like sometimes I mean when I heard that comment, I'm like, eh. Does it? Does he know if Kawhi wants to be like Michael Jordan though? Because if he doesn't, like, that might be taken the wrong way. Like, yo, don't build around me like Jordan. Like, so like, I mean, I get why you would do it. Like, hey, you want to try, but like, unless you know that like he wants to be looked at that way, like, yeah, because he's kind of like, like, I don't know what's the word for it. Uh. He's kind of like KD in that way, where like moody isn't the word. 
stoic. <laughs> yeah, stoics are like you. You don't necessarily know if like he wants those comparisons per se. But you know what's funny though about that comparison? Starting, I guess, game four, game four, five, no, game, yeah, four, five, and six of um, the Milwaukee series. Just how he started to take over. I was, I, in my mind, like he's he's playing like Mike. He's like really playing like Mike. To me, it felt like that. Just watching it, it's like he's just on the offensive and the defensive end. He's just like taking it on himself. Like, okay, this is it. I'm the man, and let's do it. And because he doesn't talk so much, it's kind of hard to gauge, you know, what's really going on in his mind. Right. But, I mean, just looking at it, I mean, he was taking Michael Jordan shots, in, in my opinion. Like, all those jumpers he was taking at the top of the key, those long twos, just like, yeah, those are Mike shots. Like, just like those fuck you shots, honestly. Yeah. So, I mean, but this summer's going to be crazy because it's just so many moving pieces. Then, like, where Kim, what's Kimba going to do? You know right. what I mean? Right, because yeah. I... I actually think he's not going to take that money. Going to leave that 80 million. Yeah. I mean, because, like, like, everybody keeps saying, like, you make so much money off of other things. Like, what's that 80 million going to do if you, like, you really hate losing? Like, that's the one thing, like, we don't know much about Kemba playing in Charlotte. Like, he may really hate losing. Like, he may really hate losing. And, like, I, I like, is 80 million enough to know that you might be in 10th place? For the rest of your career. Now, like this is something that I asked somebody today. So, say if Kyrie goes to Brooklyn or to LA, would you tell is there is there much of a difference between Kyrie Irving and Kemba Walker? No. So, like, okay, the Knicks don't get Kyrie, but Kemba comes home for Kemba with KD and who RJ Barrett. Yep. That's 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 not a bad team, you know. I mean, if Kawhi leaves Toronto, like, is, I mean, what what team do you see? Like, Boston's going to be a shell of themselves. They're not, they don't have to, they don't have to refigure things. So, like, why can't that trio do that? But if yeah. Kyrie doesn't come to L.A., like, I would want to go get Kemba. Because yeah. he can shoot. Right. And yeah. he can get his it's own shot off of it. Yeah. when yeah. LeBron has to go to the bench or just wants to stand in the corner. Like, he can do that. So, I mean, and he's young enough to still work with all of the younger pieces. And if you have to trade for Anthony Davis, like, you still have a solid core. So, because I I really think the New Orleans are going to be, like, petty enough and not trade Anthony Davis. Like. To L.A.? Yes, to L.A. Or just period. But but I I, I think they're going to make a, they're going to do as much as they can to keep them there because just looking at it you add Zion to that team that's a pretty good team yeah with Drew and but here's Julius the thing like, the last time someone wanted out of a place and then stayed mm-hmm. in that place it didn't end well for them in that place and so I don't I'm who's that Dwight Howard but Dwight Howard okay so I don't I don't think he wants the Dwight Howard situation. So even if they manage to convince him to stay for the year, I think he's going to play out his contract and then be out. And then he'll always be able to say, "Look, I gave you a year." Like, but nothing changed about 
like we tried it, but nothing changed about what I, what I originally wanted to leave. Like nothing changed about that. And I mean, like, don't get me wrong, the hype for Zion should be real, but at the end of the day, like that's still forty one home games they gotta like sell out. And I mean, unless like this, like unless the like. And economics of the city have changed. I don't necessarily see them being able to like generate it consistently. Don't get me wrong; like the first quarter of the season, rocking out, and like, cause here's the thing: like, I'm pretty sure it wasn't all the way sold out when Chris Paul won like what did they win like fifty five, fifty six games or something. So I don't know. I just I don't see him there past this year and so it's either he walks for nothing or you get some value back for him and it's funny that you bring up Chris Paul because with Daryl Murray say that everybody's available Chris Paul being kind of I guess I mean he's the biggest name outside of James Harden but it's going to be extra hard to trade to James Harden and get back you know uh, a good return but Chris Paul what team do you think he will fit on at this point? So, see, I don't know because, like, like basketball-wise, probably tons of teams. I mean, let me see. Uh, trying to scan. Ugh. Like, I don't, the problem with him is, like, as much as Jimmy Butler gets a, a rep for being a bad teammate, like, Chris Paul, like, ain't really – he ain't on your list of best teammates to play with. And so I think part of the reason I'm having such a hard time thinking of a team is because, like, I can't see personality-wise where he would fit in. Like, I think the best place for him to go, I mean, for him, but not just maybe not for the Rockets, but it's LA, honestly. Who, the man. Lakers? Don't play with your man. You know, I mean, it's not really go play with your man. <laughs> he get traded to your man. That and the the personality defects that he may may have, Bronk kind of smooth that out, or kind of you know, uh, don't worry about it. I got it. You know what I mean? But it's not really a lot of teams that have the pieces to trade for him. Um, I was thinking like with LA, I, I thought like Phoenix would be a good fit for him. Um, Miami, uh, I see Miami, or even Charlotte, like to just to go back, you know, to North Carolina and I finish see, out his career there. I can see know. Charlotte. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I, I mean, I don't. It's tough. Yeah, this is a tough situation. Like, I'm surprised they publicly talking about blowing it up so early, like yeah, before the draft. I don't. Um, Daryl Moore, you know. I also think Chris Paul's contract is going to hamstring the suitors well, yeah, yeah. anyway. Like, yeah. He's going to be like 37, making $40 million. Like, what? Yeah. New if. Like, everybody talks about the John Wall contract, and deservedly so. Like, that's absurd. But. Like, they're trying to move Chris Paul now, and it, like, 
he's kind of you have to sign the contract right and so like to me I think that speaks more than like to like that that fight that they had or that argument whatever is a little bit more serious than like they were leading on if like a little while after we hear that it's like oh yeah everybody's on the block but James Harden when like honestly in fairness like James Harden hasn't really shown up very often in the playoffs so like yeah like it's shown up he got to cap it up <laughs> I mean well, he hit that wall somebody yeah. has some load management that's well that's what I'm saying like but yeah. at some point if this, the, if it keeps happening then like we have to look at you because like yeah. like you keep allowing this to happen and so like we might get like alright yeah, we're comfortable in the four seed. All right, I'm going to take this last week off and get ready. Because I know that I tend to have a tendency to run out of gas in the later rounds when I'm needed the most. So let me just prepare for that. But he never does. And so, like, this year is especially, like, like damning because we heard all year, like, oh, man, they would have beat him if Chris Paul didn't get hurt. Oh, man, they should like, if they hit, like, a couple more threes, they were wide open, they would have beat them. Blah, 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 blah. And then you get them. Yeah. And then KD gets hurt. And it's a 2-2, 2-2 series. KD gets hurt. Not only do they take the second half and win that game, then they go on your court and beat you and close to you close out. you out. Like, I don't think you guys can talk anymore as a team. Like, you just go sit over there and, like, lick your wounds and get ready for next year's playoffs but like we can't we you, nope we don't want to hear anything like that that whole thing now about Chris Ball being hurt stop talking about it it's done yeah. <laughs> it's over cause you had your shot to make it uh make it right and you, not only did you not make it right you made it worse cause you lost you got exactly what you wanted right didn't crank Capella was like, oh, we've been waiting. We wanted this. Yeah, okay. Well, then it goes back to the old sport or old adage, be careful what you wish for. Come back to King, you better not miss. Right. That one too. Yeah. So, yeah. But, yeah, this summer. I mean, and it is just so much. Even with the the best player in the league uh, conversation, this summer's going to go a long way to determine that, I think. Yeah. Just because everybody's talking about well, no, Kawhi is the best player in the league now. Like, I get why they're saying it. But yeah, it's prisoner of the moment, though. Like, yeah, till uh, he's playing the best right now. Right. But you got one guy that's home. Now, you beat one guy. Right. Then you got another guy who's hobbled right now that was having that, uh, as good as Yo. a playoff as, you know. And, and furthermore, and, like, here's why I would give Kevin Durant a little bit more of a push with that because Kawhi is quiet he don't say nothing Kevin Durant was like yo I'm Kevin Durant and then proceeded to show us why he could say I'm Kevin Durant and like right you know who I am and he was like oh oh oh, yeah you know what you're right we do know who you are like oh let's just watch you throw up like 35 effortlessly but then even Steph got to get back into that conversation too. Yeah. In five, these five games that KD hasn't been playing, we but, see. You know, I mean, I, I, I don't 
think a lot of people ever like, oh, Steph Curry is the kind of or Steph Curry isn't as good as advertised. It's just that, you know, all right, <laughs> I got to do it now, you know what I mean? So. No, but hold up, though. Like, you must have read my mind because while I was thinking about those KD stats, what's crazy in some of those games where KD was going off, Steph will have, like, 21 points in 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. Like, where he's on fire, but, like, it's like, nah, let's just put this back in the holster. Like, yeah. we don't need both guns out tonight. Like, KD got it, but, like, we feel you hot. We feel you hot, but let's just save that. And then it was like, oh, KD is out? Okay. All right, let me just show you what's what's been simmering under. It was like a volcano getting ready to erupt. Like, this is what's yeah, simmering. <laughs> like, oh, let me remind y'all. <laughs> remind you really quickly. Then the thing with Aisha, I, I, I think that kind of played into it, too. People kind of dumb stuff yeah, off the court. <laughs> it's like, okay. Yeah, like, all right, man. Yeah, okay, yeah. Everybody must have forgot. All right. <laughs> like, all right, let me show y'all, like, what this is, like. There's a reason, but, uh, like, all my kids born around the same time. <laughs> but, um, Giannis needs to, he, he needs to be in the gym right now. <laughs> working I mean, on that jumper. he does need to be working on a jumper, but, like, his coach needs to be looking at tape, like, why didn't I make any adjustments? Because, like, I mean, here's what. What adjustment? Okay, what so, here, here's, what, here's what I said. I forgot who I was talking to. Okay. Why did it look like the Milwaukee Bucks had never practiced what would happen if Giannis got double teamed? Like, he never made a pass to the open person. Like, every pass that he made out of the double team was to someone who was checked. That's coaching. That means you're not moving people around. So it's like, oh, Giannis is going to get double teamed or triple teamed. Someone should be open. Like, when the, when the Warriors, like, when someone traps Steph, his pass is to someone who's open and they didn't have the advantage. Every Milwaukee pass after they started doubling Giannis was to someone who had a person in front of them. And so it was like, what? Like, this entire season, you didn't think at some point, hey, maybe we should practice what would happen if they double Giannis. And then even after they started doing it, there was no adjustment. So, yes, Giannis needs a jumper. But there also needs to be some coaching going on because... Like, I didn't see any, like, usually when someone gets doubled, you should get an open shot, right? I don't know. Maybe you should get an open shot. Like, you swing the ball a couple passes, like, or a pass, a cut. You should get an open shot because the defense is scrambling. They never made Toronto scramble. I think the double came, because Kawhi is such a good on-ball defender, the double was coming late from where Giannis' only move was going to take him. That that same hop step he kept trying to do in the half court is just like, that's not going to work because you're you're taking the hop step right, right to the help. Right. But and that's, then now you're discombobulated. That, I, I, that's I think coaching. some of it falls on him. Yeah, it's coaching too, but at the same time, and, and, and that's something he's going to have to work on too. Uh, <laughs> that um, those secondary and, 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 and right. other players that's going to come. So, I mean, it, it, him with the coaching, yeah. Because if you don't have a secondary move, like, that's something mm-hmm. your coach should know. Like, okay, they're stopping your first move. You're going to keep doing it because, like, that great players are notoriously stubborn. And so they're going to keep doing what they know to do that they've just been better than everybody else. I'm just going to muscle it. And for a while it worked. For two games it worked. But then, like, it didn't. So, like, after they tied the series 2-2 and you're going back to Milwaukee, like, 
like Milwaukee got on track in that game a bit, but at the same time, like Giannis still like would go through times where he would get stuffed just because like they'd bring a late double. So at that point, like there needs to have been like okay, like there's a code word that we yell out when the late doubles come in, and this is what everybody does. This should be new because we've never done this before, and for it should get us a, a couple open buckets that like they stop for a while. And then we regroup at halftime or the next game and switch it up a bit. But, like, there was, it was literally like, all right, we're just going to, like, we've never lost three in a row, so we're good. We got it. Mm-hmm. Oh, they're, they're up. Yeah, I, I And then it was like, oh, wait, we're going to go back to what Like, ah, what? Like, yeah. Nick Nurse, like, earned his money. It was a lot of a lot of adjustments that he left on the floor. Like Brook Lopez shouldn't even play as much, regardless of how well he was shooting. He kept getting switched on to Kawhi, and Kawhi exactly. would just take all advantage of it. Like, um, yeah. And Eric Bledsoe, for what he gives you defensively, offensively, it was just so much left to be desired. With like George Hill, I, I don't know what his contract situation, but it seemed like he, if he was up against a contract. He kind of made himself some money. Yeah. Just because Chris Middleton, I'm glad he he signed his contract when he did because he did not, he fell off a cliff in that series. Like, yeah. I think this, the, the, he, he has a big summer too because it, it was just so much. First all star team, uh, how, how well they played all season. It just, he, he, he just going to have to build on that. And I'm, I'm not really holding a lot against him. Yeah, I mean, and that, for, so for me, that's why it's like I'm not holding a lot against the players because, like, for the majority of the team, this was their first time in the conference finals. And then yeah. first time in the conference finals being up 2-0. But Budenhauser was like, yo, you, you coached that Hawks team that got to the conference finals before Bron decimated them. Like, you, you, you should know. And, like, I didn't look at that series enough because it was like, oh, it's Bron. Of course he's going to beat the Hawks. Who cares if they won 60 games? But, like, I wonder if he was getting out coached then too, because was that the year with David Blatt, or was that? That, Black, that was Blatt's last year. Yeah. That so was, like, like you got yeah. swept, and David Blatt was the coach who we now can say was not, I mean, the right coach for that situation. So did he out like did he out strategize you too, which I mean would be a very bad indictment. Like, yeah. <laughs> be very yeah. bad. So I, I hope he like goes into like thinking about adjustments because I also think everybody's gonna start doing that to Giannis. Like, not all season, but like in big games, they're just gonna in big moments, just gonna double them late and dare someone else to like make a shot or yeah. like, get their own shot. So. Yeah. But yeah, um, I think we could start to wrap it up on the this NBA centric episode. Um, I mean, the, it's crazy because like the NBA really has become a twelve month sport, and yeah. like even as we start the the fi- the finals, we're already thinking about how the summer's gonna go, and then once the dust settles and like we got the draft. We got free agency. Oh, yeah, we got the draft because, like, trades may happen in the draft because I'm not sure the Lakers really want to keep that number four pick because this is, like, a three-person draft and they have number four. <laughs> and, 
it's funny that you that you bring up that number four pick because there was a, a rumor being floated about uh, Lonzo Ball for Bradley Bill. And, and I got to throw my wizard spin in there. Ooh, um, I might I, take that. I, I might take that. I wouldn't make that pick. I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't make that trade if I'm the Wizards. I need Why not? Lonzo, not, not just Lonzo for Brad straight up. Mm-mm. Nah, and the number I, four pick. And I, and I still want Josh Hart, too. Nah, Honestly. you can't get both. You only get one or the other. Hey, I see you guys later. I mean, that's just how the, I would be. The Wizards not going to have enough money to sign Bradley Bill. Nor they can can they, like, they don't have the flexibility anymore. In two years, I think, I mean, depending on how they do it, how they draft and how they, if they get a competent GM, I mean, they're going to have to. But if Brad doesn't make an all NBA team either, it's kind of like, well, all right, you can still get your 150, 160 million. You just not gonna get that 190, you know. I mean, like, you, I, I would say you take either or. I feel like, like, you have the fourth pick. What they got the ninth pick or something? The ninth pick, uh huh. The fourth and the ninth, and Lonzo Ball. So Lonzo Ball. Is your insurance for next year when uh, John Wall is out? So you have a point guard, you have two rookies. Your team is young. You start going young. Um, so you let Sadoransky walk. I mean, if it's not a cap-friendly contract, sure. Like John Wall is a cap albatross on the books. Like regardless of how well he comes back, like he's going to be making forty million at some point after all of these injuries. So like. You want to make it so for a little while. He's your like, like biggest cap number, and if they keep Bradley Bill, like they're going to be Portland East, except John Wall is going to be hurt, so they're actually going to be Portland East light. <laughs> like, and they're not going to have any money to do anything. And so, like, if it's the four pick and Lazo, I think it's a good deal for everybody involved. Like. You the uh, Lakers then have like a backup in case they get no one this summer. Like Bradley Bill is already an upgrade from like their team last year because he can shoot the ball, and so like he's already a step in the right direction in terms of getting shooting. So the 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 fact that this rumor is out there is like they're now maybe like actually doing like the right things. Like oh let's let's get shooters like. Every other team that LeBron has been on since he left Cleveland the first time realized he needs shooters. Oh, okay, let's just do that. Like, so I, I don't see why the Wizards would say no, because like, it's gonna be tough. Yeah. Yeah. That's another thing they need to get. They need to get somebody in there. You know what's crazy? What if they had a. Uh, a trade for Alonzo, Josh Hart, for Bradley Bill at the trade deadline, mm. and Grenfell turned it down. Mm. That was Because <sighs> I feel like. Well, well, you know they they were still kind of gunning for the playoffs, so I think that's why they didn't make. That's why Brad didn't get traded. Because they they were still trying to make that playoff push, so. Yeah, but I think that's more on Leonsis than Cronfield, or a combination of the two. But I, I, I definitely think Leonsis wanted to make the playoffs or try their best to 
Yeah. But, you know, that goes, I suppose. Indeed, but indeed. yeah, I, I think Tom Shepard is going to end up being the GM. Just at this this later junction, who else can they can they really get? Conley turned him down. The guy from Denver is just like they kind of need to get this show on the road. Yep. But the draft is in less than a month away. Three weeks. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, <laughs> just just something to add to this wild summer that's that that's going to be upon us for all the NBA fans. <laughs> Indeed. Yeah. I will. Yeah. Definitely appreciate you jumping on. Um, we got to yeah. do this again after some games. You know, I definitely think they'll give us something to talk about either way, regardless of the outcome. So, yeah. uh, until next time, peace. Hopefully, we get Mr. Greasy on next time, too. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. he's like, that. Yeah, I mean, this is the first time in four years, you know, the Cavs ain't been in the finals, so he might be going through a little bit of draw. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully, you know, he'll be recovered enough to, to jump on and talk some hoops with us. <laughs> Hopefully. Hopefully, you know. Man. But I definitely want to thank everybody or, you know, anyone who's listening or has listened. Uh, we appreciate you taking the time. Um, you know, leave some feedback, rate us five stars, all that good stuff. And then uh, until next time, we'll check you later. Peace.